podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Acuity Insurance, we believe the things you do for your business every day are nothing short of heroic. And you deserve someone equally heroic to protect them. Like the breaking ground on new construction things. The every box and barcode matters things. And the driving the family business forward things. We put our all into covering your business so you can focus on the things you love most. That's the power of heart. Acuity Insurance, wholeheartedly for you. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. What seems like the longest international week in ages finally over that means premier league's back and that means carnage is back welcome Yes, welcome ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Carnage. Um, this show, usually we all come in firing all guns blazing and, and and the mood is happy and the mood is all about having banter and, and giving our opinions, you know, but uh, this week the tragic, tragic news we received about Claude from um, formerly of AFTV passing away. I guess, you know, I guess it's, it's, it's a, no, I guess I know it's affected a lot of people. Um, and firstly, I want to thank, I uh, absolutely want to thank Turkish and, and Lee for coming on. I know it's been a difficult week for them because they, they knew this man personally. And, you know, look, fan media is mad, isn't it? Fan media is a jungle out there. We have banter, we have crossfires, we have words with each other over social media, Instagram, Twitter, all of it. But, you know, when it comes to sort of something like this, when there's a death involved of an actual human being and such a beautiful soul um, like Claude, you know, it brings it all home to reality that, you know, this is just a game and we're just, you know, we're just uh, players in this game. The, the reality of life is far more deep. Um, and first of all, I want to sort of give my condolences and, and, and my best wishes to Claude and his family and all the friends and everyone that's been associated with him. And affect and and has affected them. Our best wishes from me and Avi and the rest of the LFC day trippers. But R.I.P. Claude from the LFC day trippers. Welcome, guys. Um, you know, I couldn't have picked, I couldn't have picked two more knowledged Arsenal fans for the show tonight for the preview, and also to touch on um, Claude. I mean, I know both of you done so much work with him and knew him on a professional level and a personal level as well, and. Um, you know, I want to start off with you, Lee, um, because when I messaged you earlier in the week, and I was, and I'm, and I'm not going to lie, I, you know, I was typing away with, "Is this right? Should I be, should I be asking Lee?" You know, and your response was exactly, you know, both of you brothers, man, your response was exactly uh, what I expected. It was somber, but you know, you said, "Give me a couple of days," and I really appreciate you coming down, bro. Um, just, just, you know, say what you want to say, bro. The platform is yours, about Claude and. 
some of your memories about the man himself. Go for it, bro. Brav, thank you, man. And listen, um, I've ignored a lot of people over the last three or four days or so. Yeah. Um, not on purpose. Yeah, because like the, the tributes have been going mad. I can't lie, yeah. Like it, Turkish should tell you, I'm sure he's been getting the same. Like my socials have gone nuts. Like literally, and I can't keep up. Like I couldn't keep up at the best of times, yeah. But like it's so tragic, man. And it's come up tonight that he died of natural causes. Yeah, which I'm so relieved of as well, because a lot of speculation was going around. People were, people love to chat, bruv. Like, you know, social media is just full of people that put two and two together and get five. Yeah. 100%. And it's like, you know, it, it, it like when there's somebody close to you in it. And, and like, I've spoke to this guy every single day of my life for the last nearly five years. Yeah. We've been in a group chat every day. I've reached out to him multiple times when he's needed help for StreamYard. He was the least tech savvy person on the planet, man. Like YouTube. Yeah. And it's like trying to explain it to him on the phone. I'm like, Claude, let me just send you a video and I'll, I'll video myself doing it and I'll send it to you so you can keep watching it back. Yeah, it's like, but I said this on my video earlier and it was hard to do that video, man. I didn't even realise I'd pressed record, yeah? So like anyone who's watched it, I took some mad deep breath before I went like record, but I thought I did it before I went record. I didn't. I hovered over that record button for nearly an hour. Mm. Yeah, big up Kaji as well. Big up everyone in the chat, yeah? Right, but I hovered over that for time, brother, and it was hard, yeah. But do you know what? Like, there's so many memories of this geezer, it's mad. Like, the first time I ever met him, the geezer bought me a coffee at the little wonder cafe. Like, <laughs> like, he'd give his last penny to you if you needed it. Like, the guy is just the most genuine, nice guy I've ever met. And I looked at him like a dad, man. Like, I've got yeah. my mum and dad, my mum and dad are still here, touch wood. Yeah, they're still here, but. I spoke to him more than I speak to my mum and dad, which has kind of woke me up to like, yo, I need to speak to my mum and dad a bit more. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, man, it's just, it's mad. Like, and the sad thing is, yeah, is that like, I do a podcast with the group chat. Yeah. So like mm. Afsal, um, Chig, Kenny Ken, um, me and Claude, we were in the group. Yeah. And we did the podcast. It's going to be weird not to do that with, with him anymore man it's going to be proper weird and Turkish texted me earlier and said like it's going to be weird going to football and not seeing him yeah it's, it's crazy man it's like you know the first time I ever met the guy he didn't know me he didn't owe me nothing like and he was just a superstar but you know what it is yeah like all he wanted was just love and and respect yeah and every time I went on his channel or he came on my channel he was always the first one there I'm late for everything I was late tonight yeah I'm literally late for everything he's always the first one there you know yeah and that's because it was the highlight for him like being able to interact with other fans yeah and he didn't want for nothing man bless him man rest in paradise yeah, I'm gonna tip a stellar for him man seriously yeah, man. you do that bro you yeah. do that and I, I struggled through that stream earlier. Well, it wasn't a stream, it was a record. I struggled through that, man. But I know he's up there with Rocky. Yeah. And obviously, the day after was Rocky's 20th anniversary since he passed. He's up there with his mum. Yeah. They're all in paradise. He's doing his dancing. He's, he's not got the best moves, bless him. But I know they're all up there happy, man. They're all together. And he'll want me to. And it is hard. Yeah. This is the first stream I've done. Yeah. Since. So it's going to be difficult. And I'm trying to stay on a level but yeah man love the guy to bits man and i told him this all the time every day i told him i loved him for like nearly five years mate yeah so nice one yeah man 
top stuff, man. Um, Turkish, you wanna you wanna say anything about it as well? Listen, I can't you know say much more than Lee just said. All I want to say is he was a very good man, you know, regardless of what people's opinions of him from social media, YouTube, AFTV, Arsenal, all of that. Just know he was a very good man, you know. Um, and that's that's the hardest thing about it all, you know. It's going to be hard not seeing Claude's opinions and and you know his passion for the club. That's one thing. But privately, like Lee said, all he really wanted was some love and respect. You know, when you spoke to him individually, you'd you'd see that. So mm-hmm. big up Claude. Obviously, he's left a legacy, and I think it's I think it's a good one. You know, I think. Even me over the last couple of days, looking back through videos we've done together, looking back through interviews he's oh, had. Must I've, be so hard. I, it's hard, but I, I I also know he's left that legacy where, you know, he is Arsenal through and through. And for the club to come out and tweet him as well, you know, I've questioned the club about class a lot over the last 10, 15 years. And I know it is just someone on social media running it, but I think, you know, Claude looking down would have loved that and, and 100%. All, all in all, it embodies who he is. You know, Claude was Arsenal through and through and he was a good man. And until I go back to games, that's when it will really set in. But I don't believe you ever get over losing someone you know. You just get used to it. And that's what it really becomes. You know, it, it, I don't think Lee, myself, will get over it. But we're just going to have to get used to it and it just just remembering for being that good man in Arsenal through and through. 100%, man. There's a lot of love coming through in the chat. Big up nearly 400 of yous already. Um, please don't... Uh, today, tonight's the night for... Uh, not the night for stupid uh, comments in there and hopefully all the mods are on alert. But the love has been pouring out from different clubs, Man United fans, Chelsea fans... Liverpool fans, I've seen uh, Leeds fans in there as well. So it just shows you, like that literally shows you what kind of man this geezer was. Um, Avi, from from the outside, sort of looking into the fan media circle and sort of, you know, probably growing up watching these people, like what were your memories? What did you make of this man from the outside? Like these guys have given an insight into what he was like because they know him on a personal level. Yeah, I, I, just echoing their words, um, I think it's, it's hit Arsenal fans a lot, but it's hit opposition fans as well because they would tune in for Claude, the camaraderie that he brought. And one thing that you can definitely see, saw, see on the screen was his energy. And he, the club really, it, it, he really felt the club like in his heart and whatnot. And he had so much passion for the game. And it's just unfortunate. I was actually watching Yuli outside the Emirates Stadium yesterday, a little clip of when Claude was talking about his trip to Newcastle with Malcolm McDonald, the autograph one, when he first yeah, no, retired. Sorry to cut you, yeah. That, yeah. that that was the first ever podcast I did on my channel, yeah, and I only wanted him to be the first guest, yeah. Yes. And he was like, so over, like, overjoyed isn't it? Like with me picking him. He was like, really? I said, Claude, shut up, man. The amount of people that disrespect you, I want you to be my first guest. Yeah, no, I watched it all of it. I think it's like fifty-one minutes. I watched all of it yesterday, and it was it was a really it was like there's a laugh, but in between when he was mentioning his trip to um, Newcastle and the Whitley Bay club that he went to, so now I think it's hit like opposition fans as well. And there's there is utmost respect, and he is one of the like sort of you know it made me go into the podcast and watching AFTV and watching the way he sort of was just expressive and he he didn't really care like his views is were his views, and I think that's why he gets a lot of respect. Whereas, you know what, it's it's absolutely. It's absolutely, it's, it's, uh, it's, I feel real sad about it as well, because even without ever meeting him, you know, Avi, you just said, 
um, he kind of inspired you in coming into YouTube podcasting, whatever. And when I started this, right, I got a follow from him and I got a DM from him out of the blue lads. Lee, Turkish, I didn't even tell you this. Right? Mm. I thought I only spoke about it. And he said, welcome, kiddo. Um, even though I'm probably as old as him, but just, you know, <laughs> but, but he went, welcome, kiddo. Um, um, love, love the way you express yourself and views. Keep up the passion. Anytime here, if you need a hand. And I thought to myself, wow, I didn't know. I, know, I knew you guys. I knew, you know, I knew a few of the other lads from AFTV. I didn't know him, but he messaged me just out of the blue, a word of support. And you know what? He was scheduled to come on a show as well. And, you know, I, I was just as, as I said, I was just as sort of shocked to hear it and, and, and such, you know, so sad. But we know, you guys know more than me, but we, we all kind of know there's nothing more he would have wanted than the show to go on. Football to go on. Arsenal, Liverpool, he would have been absolutely looking forward to this game, regardless of, you know, where they are in the league, where we are in the league, because that's just the kind of guy he was. He lived, like us, he lived for football. So RIP, look, you know, RIP to, his, uh, RIP to Claude and most condolences to his family. Love, guys. Love, man. Love you, bruv. Oh, man, it is, it is what it is, man. I, uh, you know, as I said to you, when I, when I asked you to, you know, I was like, oh, man, guys, I know the situation, but, you know, see what you can do. And I'm, that's why I'm so happy and grateful that you guys have come on. And as I said, it was what he would have wanted. He was that kind of guy. Do you know what I mean? But, um, you know, as I say, he would have been, he would have been mad passionate about this game. And, and I don't know how you guys feel about this game. Going into this game, I just one by one go want to go, go through your feelings going into this game because games of the past, right? I'm not going to lie. I hate playing you lot away from home. <laughs> it's the reverse. It's the reverse feeling of you guys going to Anfield, if you know what I mean. Like we may have beaten you once or twice, maybe away at your ground, but majority of the time we can't beat you guys, right? And I don't know what it is. What it is. doesn't matter how much we slag Arsenal or where they are in the league. When we go there, you will always raise the game against us. How are you feeling about this weekend's game, Turkish man, and going into this game? And you know, is it all eyes on this game? Take one a game at a time, or have you, as a fan, forget? Arteta and his team selection, we get onto that. But have you, as a fan, got an eye on the Europa as well? Yeah, we, we, we have to, man. There's nothing left in us for this league. We're, even if we get three points today, what is really left, Chris? Do you, do, are, you, are you confident of top four this season? No. That's Top four, yeah? Yeah, that's <laughs> two no's. Why, why are you laughing? We're five points off. We're five <laughs> points off, Chelsea. <laughs> That's yeah, two no, no. We were two points off them when they sacked uh, Lampard, mate. <laughs> That's two notes from Liverpool fans. You're coming off winning Champions League and the league and being five points off. If we get three points Sunday, we're a point off you guys. So mm. top four, that we have no chance of that. Now, Europa League, top six, top seven, that means nothing to me again because we failed to build on that. We've been told before... We need Europa League to get the money in. Well, we've had it for the last three, four years and you haven't got us back into the main one. So don't feed me that one again. So for me, my eyes are on Slavia Prague. I'm looking past Liverpool in a sense where I mm. want to see a good performance. I want to see us hold our own and I want to see us fight. And I don't want to get us embarrassed. That's the bare minimum I want from, from our game Saturday. The bare minimum. Okay. And then we move. Because 1.3 points on none, Grizz... We're finishing 8th to 11th this season. That's the reality. 
No, you can. I think you can hit top six, maybe, man. Top six, you can hit. I reckon. No, you'd have to. Well, if you if you're not confident of top four, then you're you're one of the teams that would have to be challenging against for that. Then there's West Ham and you. Tottenham. Mm. You know, we've just come off beating Tottenham, so it's not like we can nick any more points from them this season. And they're they're only three points off the top four. So, for me, I just feel like it's done and dusted the league. You know, there's not much not much in it for us, Lee. Yes. So do you reckon, from what Turkish has said, and I, I don't even need to ask you that question because I know where you're going to go with that, right? And we only got 45 minutes left, right? But from, from what Turkish said and, and from what I know what you're going to say about that question. Tired of lying awake, tossing and turning, just hoping for a few hours of sleep? Get the sleep you crave with the one-of-a-kind Tempur-Pedic. Only Tempur-Pedic uses proprietary temper material that continuously adapts and responds to your body to relieve pressure, so you get deep, uninterrupted sleep all night, every night. The Tempur-Pedic Summer of Sleep starts now with all Tempur-Pedic mattresses on sale and savings up to $500 on adjustable sets. Learn more at Tempur-Pedic.com. I'm going to ask you a different question. So with that in mind, Arteta, will he, lineup-wise, can you see him doing what he's been doing and sort of rotating it, even though, you know, sort of you show a bit of consistency and then he'll go and chuck in two, three changes at the most randomest times. Do you think he's likely to not take any risks? Like Kosaka pulled out of the under-21s, didn't he? Smith Rowe as well, a little issue. Yeah. Are we saying that he's going to rotate and make sure the strongest team is for Slavia Prague? Is it Slavia Prague or Sparta Prague? Slavia. 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 Yeah. Or will he? Uh, or will he? Will he take both teams strongly and play two strong teams? What do you think? Firstly, he's been here sixteen months nearly, and he don't even know his best eleven. Um, secondly, we've I only. Tried played- not, I tried not to yeah. bring the fire for Arteta, but Lee haven't it. As soon as I talk about Arsenal, I get angry, brother. I can't lie. <laughs> yeah. It's like when I when I go on the show with Matisse, and Tobes, and Corey, and that. Yeah, I'm like, why do you? Matisse does it on purpose, brother. I swear, he probably <laughs> triggers me. Yeah, but. We've only played the same eleven in back-to-back games once in three se- uh, in three years. Once the same eleven wow. have played two games in a row in three years. I, yeah, wow. Yeah, and that sums up where we are as a football club. We've had a manager in Unai Emery, who, looking back at it now in hindsight, was actually all right. He couldn't speak English. Yeah, the players all down tools. We were wide open apparently defensively. And he got us to the final and got embarrassed, but he also finished fifth. This guy has come in, similar record. He's won us a cup. Thank you, darling. Look at this. <laughs> Don't interrupt me again, she said. Cheers. Big up, Claude. Yeah. Um, he's come in. He's got a similar record in league and stuff like that. But again, he still doesn't know his best 11. And Unai Emery never really knew his best 11. Yeah. And the football is just dire. Um Saka pulled out of the the England squad. Smith Rowe as well. But I think, I think this one's for you, Lee. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I just look at it and I think like I said at the start of the season, like when everyone you was there, Turkish at Box Park. Yeah, you was there when everyone was going wild after the three 0 against Fulham first game mm. of the season. Oh, yeah. we can get top four. People were saying one more signing, we can win the league. Like, come on, calm down. Yeah, I'll be, like it's just mad. But bruv, I said back then and all summer, 
with this guy and without proper um, signings, we're finishing eighth to tenth. Yeah. I said that before he got the job. I don't want to be the guy that sits here and says, oh, I want to be proven right because I don't want to be proven right. I would love yeah. nothing more than this manager to prove me wrong. But all he's done is proved me right and won an FA Cup. Well done. Congratulations. But in terms of Liverpool, um, I don't know, man. Like he, He's obviously going to go all out for the Slavia Prague game. And let's be real. If we play like we did against Olympiacos, we're getting knocked out. Yeah. And it's what Arsenal turn up. I've seen... Like Arsenal with the like I've seen a Bamiang, <laughs> like a Bamiang, flashy, flashy like guy, yeah. Right. And when it's going well, he's gonna get love. When it don't go well, he's gonna, it's gonna get come back to haunt him, isn't it? It's yeah. gonna come back to all, all that flashiness. This is the first time in his career that he's had um a blip. He's never had a blip. Yeah. Mm. I put that down to him, I put that down to Arteta, and I put that down to the system that we're playing. Because if you look at our um that a, a chances created and stuff like that. We're way down the pecking order in this in this season, yeah. And Abamyang must be frustrated with that at times because under the previous manager, or even last season, forget the previous manager. Last season, every shot he hit went in pretty much. Yeah, this season he's missing sitters, mate. And this reminds me of the first season under Unai Emery. We were there, Turkish Stamford Bridge away, mate. Yeah, yeah Chelsea yeah. away. Man was missing sitters, Mkhitaryan, Awobi. We battered them that day, man. And we lost. Yeah, we lost. And he reminds me of this. If we're going to win the Europa League, it's down to Aubameyang getting his form back to help us. Which is why I look at it and I think we're the least serious when you look at our dressing room. Because, like, man's moving like Travis Scott. They're tagging Travis Scott. Yeah, man's telling Matt uh, Matt Ryan, like, pretty boy, sexy boy, whatever it was he was saying to. It's like... That's all good and it's good vibes. But when you're not winning games, that just looks like you're not serious. Yeah. So that's all good, Lacazette, putting that out everywhere. Right. But to me, and I, I know you're smiling, Turkish. Yeah? Nah, this is news well. to me because you know I don't watch none of these socials. So no, I'm finding you know this out now. <laughs> when it's going well, yeah, it's fine. Yo, cool. Do what you're doing in the dressing room. When it's not going well, there's going to be a level of heat. And you know this as much as I do, Turkish, yeah, with Mesut Ozil, yeah, right? When it's all great, yeah, everyone's like, yes, Mesut, yes, Mesut. Bruv, we were his biggest critics. You were the 350 grand a week man on AFT. Yeah, yeah, I'm still <laughs> that man. <laughs> I, like, I, I cussed him all the time. But when he played well, we had the balls to say, yo, he played well. But when it comes on top, yeah, and it comes on top a lot for our football club in recent years, these players seem to shrivel. Yeah, and I really hope, and Mikel Arteta has been a very lucky manager. He's been lucky in a number of ways since he's been here. Yeah, he's lucky that Aubameyang was in top form last season. He was lucky in the cup final because, like, we got a red card that shouldn't have been a red card. He was lucky Pulisic got injured as he was about to shoot on goal. He was lucky um, with Sheffield United, two offside goals in the quarterfinal. He's been lucky in a lot of ways, but he still won the cup. And lucky sometimes is better than being good. Yeah, so I'm hoping that he can luckily win us this cup. Yeah, but for him to do that, he ain't gonna play his best team against Liverpool, and we aren't gonna qualify for Europe during through the league season because he has totally nosed it up this season. And hopefully, fingers crossed. As much as I can't stand him as a manager of this football club, I really hope he wins it. I really do. 
See, it's mad. This is, I told you, the, the listeners and viewers and the most of the people know Lee. I told you, I tried not to bring the fire for Arteta, but Lee... Is the, is the, is the, oh no, I tried not to. You triggered him by asking if our Turkish. I tried not to. This weekend, I tried. I thought he's going to tell me the lineup and how we're going to just say mention Arteta. I'll go on a mad one. And I started it as well. And I just sat there listening, and I knew, and I said, if I interrupt him, it's going to make him even more madder, right? So let so let Lee say his bit on Arteta at the start of the show, and then we can discuss about the tactics and the lineups. So that so that so that's that's Lee's Arteta rant done with, right? Avi. Yeah. Listening to Turkish and Lee, right, talking about Arsenal. And look, they're the realest friends I know. Yeah, they say how it is, yeah. And they're not afraid to say it. So see how they've talked about Arsenal and, and sort of the flashiness of some of their players, but not performing and not putting it on and whatever. And they've had a dismal season and he's been a disaster. We hear this near enough. We've heard it for a long time now. Why do we struggle? When I say we Liverpool now, we're switching it to Liverpool now. Why do we struggle when we go to play them at their place? To be fair, Grizz, we used to have a good record at Highbury back in the day. But then as soon as mm. they moved to Emirates, we, we were getting our ass handed to us big time. Um, I think the last time we won there was 2017, wasn't it? When Mane's de- debut, when he scored that left pink yeah. from the right side. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, last season was a bit of a dead rubber because we had won the league already. Complacency yeah. set in. We'd already yeah. been on the booze. We probably on the booze during that game. But yeah. uh, I don't know. It's just one of those grounds where... Arsenal sort of performed. I remember the season, 2017-18 season, we went, I think it was 2-0 up and then all of a sudden it's, no, we went 1-0 up and then they scored two on the trot. And I think Ozil had a great game that day. And then it was 3-1. Yeah, I was at the, yeah, and then we were at the I was at that game because, because my son's a, an Arsenal fan. I whispered that. And, and um, I took him for his birthday and, and the atmosphere there for that game. And that was, it was, it, it was, brilliant. you know, but yeah, we, sorry, go on. And then it ends up uh, being 3-3. So we have struggled, yeah. but it's just one of those games. I think they sort of raise their game, don't they, against bigger teams? Shall I tell you what teams? it is? Shall I tell you what I think my opinion is? And it, I think it always ends up this way, where we play them second game of the season at their ground. The first game's always early on, and it always seems to be at Anfield. And let's not make no bones about it. We we we, we trounce them on a regular. <laughs> like, it's regular. No, it is. It's a proper beatdown every time we play them. So I think when it comes to the second game at their ground, I think they raise it. I think there's a lot of re- revenge involved in terms of players' pride and, and they always raise their game against us. So, do you know what I mean? I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not confident in going into this game. Um, Turkish, when you play Liverpool, what's your feelings when you play them, whether it's home or whether it's away? Do you sense that you play, you raise your game at home. I'm sure I'm actually shocked that you that you men are nervous. So that I, I had to go back through the fixtures and understand why. But I do I, I do get why, yeah. But let me just let me just tell you something. In a 90-minute game, we've beaten me once at the Emirates since so it's like last season. Yeah, since I'm going back. There's been about there's a bit there's been about two three draws though. We just can't beat you there. The, yeah. the, the game where Lacazette scored that goal, yeah, where Four where he, yeah in the four one. No, that was a two two at our ground. Was mm-hmm. that the two, was it a two two? Yeah, where, yeah, 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 yeah. Where where Lacazette went round uh, Allison, 
cut back and just pinged it. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. I was right behind that. As soon as he hit it, yeah, I knew it was in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. April April 2015 was the last time we've beaten you at Emirates, aside oh. from that one time last season. So we've beaten you once at the Emirates in the last six years. So I understand what you guys are saying from your perspective, but from my perspective, if you sandwich those six games at the Emirates in between 5-1 freshens, oh, a 5-5, yeah, yeah. 3-1. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. When you're, when you're at home, when you're coming to our ground, I, I'm smiling from morning <laughs> Tonight, I know it's guaranteed whooping. Yeah, I know that. Lee, it's true though. You guys do seem to raise it when we come to your place. Now, that must frustrate you even more. Yeah, because, because that's, because, that's because nine times out of ten, when you play us, it's towards the end of the season. You've, you've, you've like, like we've got nothing to play for. Yeah, we've either got top four, yeah, or we're going to get top four, or we're getting top six. Mm. And we're we'll betting. Sorry. Last season, yeah, mm. they were on the beach. Yeah, yeah no, no, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, you're right. And this and that, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Liverpool fan, yeah, or any Liverpool player, whether they care about 100 points, they've got the trophy, mate. Mm. They've got the medal, yeah, great, whatever. But at the same time, you still battered us that night, yeah, and, and we took our chances. You didn't finish your dinner. So, Avi, am I, like, or maybe I'm being a bit too... Just insecure. Yeah, yeah, go on. Just to put into perspective, we've beaten you once in the last 15, 15 games. And you take away fans from the stadium too. It, it, it doesn't make this as much of a home game for us as it usually should be for any team. And even those games where we do maybe perform better than we do away, it's because you lot are coming at us. You're coming at us, that suits us. It's your game. It does. Yeah, 100%. So at home, more often than not, compared to away, we're going to get a few more goals if a team come to us because we've got the fans behind us. But I look at the Liverpool game and that just says it. One win in the last 15 in 90 minutes. I'm not fast on the community shield because that was 90 minutes of draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is dire reading. So why am I so why am I why am I nervous? Why am I why is there a mental thing in my head then, Avi? Because Turkish spat facts there, right? Why am I so we do sometimes struggle to win there? Why am I feeling like that, Avi? I think it stems from back in Wenger days, uh, Grizz, because they used to play us off the park at Anfield as well. Like the few results when they were champions and whatnot, they played us off the park, and that sort of it plays in your up and on your notion and stuff. And then going on, you just think now Liverpool, like we should be, and but Arsenal's always been that game where it's always been tricky, and there's always been goals, there's always been classic games between the two as well. And I think there is admiration between the teams. I mean. Yeah, this huge respect I know from my side, especially with Arsenal because of Wenger and even before then George Graham and whatnot. But there's never been any sort of hatred from our well, from our from our point of view between Liverpool and Arsenal. It's always been we've always been complimentary of their football and whatnot. But there was times when they would play us off the park when they had Vieira, Petit, Henri, and Perez and Edu and whatnot. So I think it's just a little bit of that, Grizz. There's still a little bit of anxiety like when we play, you know, whether it's a crowd or not, no crowd at. Emirates, we're still going to like sort of shit out pants at the beginning. But I think results on the whole, like if we get a draw on Saturday, you sort of walk away and think, you know what? It's okay. I know we're chasing top four and some people still believe that we can get it. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya. Yeah. 
Quédense tranquilas, aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un filet fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. But a draw away to Arsenal is always a good result. You reckon? So that's surprising yeah, uh, you say that. Uh, uh, at this current climate, no, we should be beating them. But look at our season, the way it's panned mm. out. You would say, you know what? You walk away from the Emirates with a draw. It's, it's you know, it's, well, it's not four, great, but you walk four away. Points between us. There's four points between yeah. us. If you look at it like that, strictly like that, you can say, okay, I understand why going away to the team that's four points behind us can be a bit nervy because yeah. that win turns it to one point. If you're fighting for some position, then it becomes tight. I don't think we both are fighting for top four. I think it's it's probably we've lost it now. So yeah. I get why you're nervy, but from my side, we've got an we've got more of an eye on Europe than you lot do. Even though you lot are playing Real, I believe you lot still have that glimmer of hope. Small thing in the back, yeah. Istanbul as well, which is like Istanbul. That was the maddest comeback of all yeah. time. Yeah. Like, it was crazy, wasn't it? So you've got that nostalgia there as well, but. I think, I think I get why Grizz is worried, and the reason I want to say worried. worried. I want to say worried. I mean, I'm I'm trying to work out because obviously we know all our clubs have these bogey teams, so to speak, or bogey grounds where not necessarily the other team always beats you, but you always struggle to beat them. Like there's a draw or the performances. For some reason, you never click because I can't remember apart from that Mane one where we've gone to. We've gone to the, uh, your ground and, and and really trounced you on and off the park. Uh, sorry, off the off the park. No, no, no. Allow that. I'm not advocating <laughs> violence. I'm not advocating violence, man. Stop that. But, but on the pitch, but trounce you on the pitch, and the score reflects it. Like you can, like like you said last season, we went there and dominated, but you look beat us. Yeah. The season before, even in that free-free, we were by far the better team. And yeah, then also exactly. turned it on. They had like a ten-minute spell, didn't they? By default, at the end. But you got that third goal when Petr Cech cocked up. Yeah, I think the, yeah. the third. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was the deflection. The come yeah, from two 0 down to three two up, yeah, or whatever it was. Yeah, and then like it was just nah, man. Petr Cech, bro. Yeah, yeah. but the thing Cech. is, it's, it's I don't know. Maybe it's a subconscious thing like Avi says from seasons gone by because like I was, um, I I literally just started supporting. No, um, I was massive in the. I was a massive, huge fan of the Arsene Wenger days. I hated Arsenal in the George Graham days. So when I was growing up, George Graham, he was the modern day, like Sam Allardyce in terms of one nasty <laughs> defensive <laughs> no, football. No, 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 I'm not ever. You weren't that bad. No, you weren't that bad. Right. It's not bad. No, no. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm having it. I'm having it. I'm having it. Old school Jose Mourinho, bro. Joe Royal. Joe, no, he wasn't. Mourinho, come on. He was like pure boring. Everything. Pure, pure <laughs> shit house of a manager. But they were good. But don't get me wrong. They were not good. They were the best because, mm. you know, that chant 1-0 to the Arsenal wasn't for no reason. It was based on one of the best defences that I think the Premier League has ever seen. And, you know, obviously Adams and Keown and... and criminal get, that never played for England either. Stuart who? Pierce popped it up, bruv. Yeah. I was just going to come to that, that the fullbacks, because obviously everyone talks about the centre-backs. But Winterburn and Dixon were probably one of the most mm. underrated pair of fullbacks this country has ever seen. Going coming back to sort of now and the, the current Arsenal team, Lee. Um, 
The signings this season, um, so obviously help me here. Uh, Gabriel, uh, Tierney this season, first season? Second, last season. You had Gabriel, Gabriel, Partey. Um, Pablo, Pablo Mori's this season he's been coming no, in. No, that was last. last season. January. William. William. Odegaard came through on January. January. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, he did. Fair play to him, man. Well done to him. Partey, Lee, give, yeah. me, Lee, give me a rating so far. I know it's nine games to go and anything can happen. But those yeah. Odegaard, Partey, um, Gabriel, and William. Yes, cool. I want a rating on William. Yes, I do. Oh, right, yeah. give me give me a rating on those four out of ten. He's triggered, he he knows, knows what he's doing as well. Man's <laughs> <laughs> triggered me on Arteta. Now he's triggering me on William. <laughs> um, okay, William. Start off with William. Get out and done with. Okay, you. I'll be I'll be straight. Yeah, when we went for William, I wasn't a, I wasn't the type of person sitting there going, "Oh, let's go for William." But when we were linked to him, I was like, "Yeah, I'll take William." Yeah, I'll take him. He's, he's, and every time, and okay. Chelsea fans were telling me, no, you don't want it. But every time I watch Chelsea, which I is not as religiously as Chelsea fans do, like they were going, no, nah, no. Nah. But every time I watched him, I was like, right, man scores, he assists. Every time he gets the ball, he spins and he runs. Yeah. Bruv, we have seen nothing short of an abysmal signing since he has signed. He has got to go down as one of the worst free signings in the <laughs> Premier League. Yeah, for a first season. Yeah. The only saving grace for this guy is he's got two seasons left on his contract. If we can sell him and make money on him, that covers the money we've paid him and we bounce. <laughs> yeah. Right. Other than that, he's shocking. Um, out of 10. To mark him out of 10, one. Okay. Yeah. Gabriel. Uh, Gabriel, player of the month, three months straight. Um, I do get worried about Gabriel because he was lucky not to get a red card at Old Trafford. Yeah, when we beat him one nil. Yeah, he presses so high up the pitch for no apparent reason. And if you've got a tricky player, and if you see when Walcott scored against us, you'll remember this Turkish yeah, yeah, right? He was on the halfway line pressing someone. Yeah, he got spun. Yeah, Tierney's then had to drop in, but he's now like, and Walcott didn't the keeper. That for me. Like you got to stop that, but I love the aggressive nature of him because yeah, if it yeah. works, you're gone. You're on the break, and you've killed half their team off. But he caught COVID. Um, he got injured. Player of the month three out of ten. I give him a six. I okay. give him a six. And that's um, generous from you. I give him that's like a normal. That's like a normal person's eight or nine, bro. So big up. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know me, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not a reactionary. Exactly. Person. Exactly. Over hyping people off a couple of performances, yeah, because he's had some mad mess performances, bro. Who else was there? Um, uh, so Odegaard, Odegaard, William, Party, Thomas, Party, Thomas, Party, T T T. Don't start. That. <laughs> this is it. Don't cuss the players and start yourself now. Bro, <laughs> Has to sort his dance moves out, bro. I can't <laughs> lie. <laughs> Man needs some WD forty. <laughs> I got white boy rhythm. Robert's taking the <laughs> White boy rhythm. Yeah. Um, Thomas Party. I think we. I think we've ruined him this season because I think we rushed him in too soon. Yeah, he didn't have a preseason. He'd barely played any football. We've rushed him in. He then got injured. 
Yeah. Um, he then came back for the Tottenham game where we rushed him again. We then pushed him back on the pitch when he was injured. Yeah, which didn't help. Um, as Claude said in his last fan cam on my channel, yeah, Thomas party would be better suited at Twickenham because <laughs> he's shooting crap. Um, I'm going to give him a, I'm going to give him a free, and the reason I'm going to give him a free is because. I know how good he is, and I've seen glimpses of how good he is. Yeah. Whereas with William, I haven't seen them glimpses, which is why it's a three mm-hmm. out of ten. Uh, Odegaard. Um, a lot of people get on my case about Odegaard. Yeah, because I was like, oh yeah, this is another Denis Suarez again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Denis Suarez off. But I said on a video when we signed him, I was like, I'm just peed off that we didn't sign him permanently. Yeah. Because I know he's got talent, I know he's good, and it took him a while, but well, you can see he's got class. You can see he's a top baller, yeah. And I was worried about his injuries. I was worried about uh, building him up on loan to then go back to Zidane. Although apparently he don't get on with him, but he's been quality, brother. I can't lie. Yeah. Like he has shown so many good moments in football mm. matches. Even when we were struggling, yeah, and we were like getting hammered 3 0 by West Ham, he could walk off that pitch at half time and hold his head up. Him and Lacazette were superb in that first half, yeah. And long, long way around it, if I was to give Odegaard a mark, I'd say, I'd say an eight, if I'm honest. Big up. Mm, Okay. Go on, Turkish, your four, four additions. Um, who's Any order you want? Any order you want? Go on, William first. Zero. Straight um, <laughs> zero. Yeah. Yeah. Straight zero. Wait, how about when you got them three assists or four assists in one game? FPL, it was against Fulham. Was wasn't mad. it against Fulham? His debut game. Was goal, game was pretty good, wasn't it? Against Fulham. Was his debut. Yeah, yeah Fulham. Yeah, debut he game. Yeah. That's the only game. So he even a half a point. Not even a half a he point. Got assists, he got three assists in his debut game, and then four assists in the last two weeks or something like that. And he's on. <laughs> he's got the most assists at the club. All of a sudden, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but it doesn't change okay. the score for me. For Fair me, enough. He gets a zero, wages too high, contract too long, productivity non-existent, a few crosses in the box. Like, for example, look at that Gabriel header. Was that a good cross or a great header? I mean, he ran about 10 yards. He had nothing to do with the cross, but he gets the assist. Same way, I believe, Gabriel got the assist for Elnene's 30-yard strike as well. It just shows (laughs) where football is now in in terms of assists. So, Willian, zero. Odegaard, very impressed, but like Lee, like I can't get too excited because I don't think we've got much hope in signing him. Um, I know there's rumours he doesn't get along with Zidane. I don't know how true they are, but Zidane's a baller. Zidane knows a baller, so I think Zidane's going to want to keep Odegaard. I'll be honest about that. He gets a seven for me. He's had a massive impact. I just feel like it's only been a couple months, so seven is fair. Um but we we need him to be on, on on top form for us to win the Europa League. I think Lee said Oba too, but I think Odegaard needs to be as well. I think them mm. two will be vital. Partey, I agree with Lee. I think three is a fair score. I think we've seen glimpses to show us he's he's on another level to what we have. What we have is Jakael, Nene, Sabios, Willock. So that's easy, but he's shown us that. Two, three top performances there, here and there. I think Man United was definitely one of those. 
I think Free's max. His injuries, although it's not his fault, I think yeah, Free you have is to take the that into consideration. Yeah, and last. Would you give Gabriel? Oh, like Gabriel. Yeah, Gabriel's last. Um, I think Gabriel came in very well, and I'm always hesitant with our defense because playing next to Louise and playing next to Holden and playing next to Kalasinac, you know, things can happen that you know, end up damaging a defender's career. You know, there was once upon a time people thought Koscielny was a good defender, Mustafi was a good <laughs> defender. They got, you know, they got tainted by that curse that we seem to have right now. Mustafi. Oh, well, imagine. Now, <laughs> Gabriel's come in. Gabriel actually done pretty well in his first six months. Then COVID hit. He came yeah. back. He wasn't, you know, Benfica, he had a terrible game. Worst game by far. Nearly cost us. But he bounced back. And recently he's done all right again. He's doing well again. So I think seven is fair for him too. I'm more impressed with Odegaard, but it's only because we've only had him since Jan. I think Gabriel over seven, eight months has impressed me too. So two sevens there. Gabriel and Odegaard right. seven. William zero. Arte three. <laughs> Man, I said that with a straight face as well. Abby, you know, I, Abby, I, know, I, know, I know you know your players from other clubs as well. Um, I know you don't just sit out there in California. By the way, lads, he's in California. I know you don't just sit out there in California yeah, working, on, Cheers, working on your tan. So, uh, so, I'm in Enfield. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in Wolverhampton, mate. It's freezing. The way these <laughs> men are talking about their... Amino Raiola has flown to Barcelona to talk about... No, don't worry about him. He's mafia. I, don't I worry about him. To Spain and I can't. <laughs> don't worry oh, about yeah, him. He's your home, mate. He's mafia. What, what are we making of their signings from, from sort of looking from the outside? Because obviously... I don't know about you. I haven't seen them play every minute of every game, but you get a good gist of it. I mean, you know, just a quick run through their their, their signings this season. Grizz, I think they've hit this nail on the head with the signings they've made, but there's one signing, even though he's come through the academy system, but given a real chance this season, is the Croydon De Bruyne, um, Emil Smith-Rowe. I think he's absolutely brilliant. Youngster, He's he's been on the cusp since sort of a couple of years now, but just never got the chance under sort of Emery. But I really like him. I think he's an intelligent player. I think next season you'll really see him do some serious numbers in terms of assists and goals. Odehard's another great player, but you do feel that this summer's going to be an important one because I'm, I'm not sure if Zidane will be at Madrid come the end of the season. Mm. So it'll be it'll be an interesting one how that uh, plays out. And then the Sabayo says, you know, he's in and out too inconsistent. And then Partey, I, th- I think Partey needs probably next season. Needs one more, you know, his, this season could be his bedding in season. The next season, we might see him if Arteta makes the right signings around him, then we could really see him shine. But yeah, it's just, um, it's a bit of hit and miss with the signings. I, I've, I've been impressed with Gabriel. I think Texture and nailed in the head when he first came, he was, he was looking really good, and then COVID and whatnot, and then sort of made a few mistakes in a couple of games. But I think he's a good player. I've been impressed with Pablo Mari too. I like. I like the look of him as well. He played against us in the World Club Championship, Grizz, if you remember. In yeah. the final, and he, was really, he was really impressive. The thing is, right, um, Gabriel, people forget how actually young he is. I mean, I know, you know, I, I know you think that... Um... Introducing Force Factor Fundamentals. Exclusively at the Vitamin Shop, these men's health essentials have clinically studied ingredients like biopurine for enhanced absorption. Yohimbine, pine bark, and L-arginine can help you strengthen blood flow and heighten passion with doses that may bring you the results you crave. Now you can save 20% on Force Factor, including the fundamentals at The Vitamin Shop. Get these men's health game changers in your life at any The Vitamin Shop store or vitaminshop.com. You know, he does, he, he does play with a bit of maturity and you think to yourself, this guy's been playing for ages and he looks 
look older than he is, I think, but he's young. I, you know, Odegaard looks a talent. I, I like the rest of the, you guys. Don't think he's going to stay at, at, at Arsenal. I think Madrid will take him back or ask for too too much money for him. And I know you. I know you went a bit OTT with your Croydon De Bruyne about uh, Smith Rowe. I mean, you guys. We haven't touched upon him. Just very quickly, your thoughts on. Smith Rowe, and then I'll say my thing because you know you're the one, your views that's more relevant because you watch him. Lee, just quick touch on Smith Rowe. Big up Unai Emery. Big up Unai Emery. Because <laughs> he's going to go backwards. <laughs> he brought through Smith Rowe. He brought through Saka. He brought through Martinelli, Genduzi, all of these young kids. Yeah, all of these young kids that my man now is taking like all the adulation for. Big up Unai Emery. Yeah, and do you know what I liked as well? Just to change the subject very quickly, when Bukayo Saka, one humble footballer, bruv, signed his new deal, he mentioned Unai Emery and said, Yo, big him up, and Freddie Lundberg as well. And I rated that with Smith Rowe. Um, he did play, he, he has played left wing for the reserves or like the youth set up, whatever you want to call it, under 23 is 21. I don't even know what it is anymore. It's like, it changes every week, bro. Yeah. It's like, is it under 23s or 21s? Who knows? Yeah. But he did play left wing. Yeah. I prefer him playing at number 10. Yeah. But this manager is shoehorned Odegaard in and put the Croydon De Bruyne. I'm never calling him that ever again, by the way. <laughs> It's a Sorry, it was a bit, it was a bit yeah. cheesy, Lee. So I apologise. <laughs> they, they were calling Mustafi and Kachelny Kostafi, bro, because they went twenty games like without losing their game. Like, come on, yeah. But he is a talent. He is a special yeah. talent. Yeah, I love watching him play. I love the way he carries the ball. He needs to score more goals, though. Real talk. Yeah, he don't score. Yeah, he what needs to score. In the North London derby in the bar, yeah, he needs to score. If he had scored that instant hero status with us lot, yeah, but he needs to score more goals. And I'm just worried that with him, like he's going to be shoehorned over to that side. And I think he does his best work at number ten. We see Turkish, you'll know this. The West Brom game, he was sick in that game, bruv. Yeah, yeah absolutely brilliant in that. That game. was away. That was away, wasn't it? In the five 0 yeah, absolutely yeah. insane in that game. Yeah, the link-up play was brilliant. But Odegaard's come in and Arteta, we thought that Odegaard, it was going to be one or the other. Yeah, and it's then ended up with him being put on the left. And it's like, well, we've got a Bamiang who ain't really a left-winger. We've got Pepe. Yeah, we've got like other players. It's like, you've put the, the slowest out of them, the least trickiest out of them, but he is very effective. I do love him, man. I think he's quality and I think okay. he's got a big future with Arsenal, but it's how we now develop him. It's how we 100%. now Yeah. Just a quick uh, quick super chat I've got to read out here. Joseph Connor Golden, thank you for the super chat. Big up Lee in Turkish. Big up, <laughs> another another one that's going to irk them and start them off on a rant. Did you hear about Xhaka, our best player, apparently? This man on this rant, vigorous Turkish. But Turkish, <laughs> Turkish, your your uh, quick view on 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 the young kid, the Croydon De Bruyne. I'm going to keep saying again until you all get sick of it. Now. Yeah, what do you think? Like, of him? He's come through. Um, a couple, like for last, like like Lee said, you know, we first really got glimpses of him under Unai Emery, and Unai Emery did play him on the left as well a couple of times. So he has got that experience there, but obviously he come through this season in the AM number ten role. Odegaard come in. 
And one thing I like about it is he, he didn't turn him off. He didn't put his head down. He just, you know, got to work. And he's had a couple good performances on the left side as well. Now, Odegaard, we don't know if we're keeping him this summer. So that position in the middle might still be available for Emil. Like Lee said, his mm. development might be aided by this move to the left for six months. Come back in next season, you start there a bit more accomplished, a bit, you know, more experienced, 20 turning 21 years old, I think. I'm happy with him. At the same time, I wouldn't put him at Saka and Martinelli's level either. Saka and Martinelli are gone in terms of they will make it to the top one way or another. Emil Smith-Rowe, he can make it to the top. It's just that the stars do need to align for that to happen. And hopefully it does happen at, at us and Arteta makes it happen because right now, how much trust does he have in them considering we've brought Odegaard in in January? I, I, that, that's up for debate too. Mm. Avi, I know you, like, you're big on the talent and youth side. Is there any names that you've been sort of or watched in, in the Arsenal Academy or, the, or, or group of youngsters coming through that you think may be on the levels that Turkish has talked about in terms of um, Saka and Smith-Rowe and, and, and Martinelli? There's two players that have definitely caught one of, I know they've caught Liverpool's eyes, uh, Florent Balogun. And the next one is um, a young sensation called Miguel Aziz, you two might have heard of, who's Ooh, supposed on, to be some player as well. So Ooh. I'll let Lee take the floor now. Oh, <laughs> Balogun, love. Man's leaving for free in the summer. Yeah. How Eddie and Ketia, because you know this, isn't it? Yeah. How Eddie and Ketia is in front of this kid is mad. I feel yeah. you've started we off here. We I'm don't even know where Eddie and Ketia is going to be, you know. <laughs> you know, you not got. Uh, do you know what? This has been therapy, though. I, I want to say thank you very much because uh, I've I've not laughed like this all week, bruv. So thank you to all three of you, yeah, and everyone in the chat. But Turkish, you know how cold Balogun is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, from what I've seen, yeah, he looks very. But he's bit. Look, from what I've seen, he's better than Eddie. That's a fact. Thank you, Eddie. Eddie's a Chelsea Cobham project. Yeah, there's not many Cobham projects that go wrong. Yeah, Solanke is one of them. You lot know that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't trigger us back now. Well, we're kind of happy. We, we, got, we got good money for him, so it was fine. Yeah, it, wasn't it? Was, that was a money ball signing for us. We were yeah. smart. <laughs> you got stupid money for him, yeah. A man's flopped ever since he left. Yeah, Eddie and Ketty is another one. Yeah, and it's like they don't. Chelsea when their production line is so crisp. Yeah, they don't make many wrongings. Yeah. <sighs> I'm not, I don't dislike Eddie. Yeah, he's never done anything for me to say like I want to attack you. He's a kid. He's learning his trade. He just ain't good enough. Yeah, he's not good enough for us. He weren't good enough for Leeds in the Championship. Let's be real. Yeah, and I don't blame him. He don't pick himself. Yeah, but when I see Balogun come on in the, in the uh, Europa League and inside like 38 seconds or whatever it was, man scored, and it was like this guy's cold. When you see him. Yeah, like then come on in uh, or play a um, another Europa League game. Man comes off the bench for about twelve minutes. You know this, isn't it? Yeah, right. Comes off the bench for twelve minutes, scores one, and then sets Joe Willock up for another one. You're like, man's played forty minutes of football. He scored two. He's got one assist. Yes, it might be against Farmers or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but at the same time, his movement, his um, physique. Yeah, his first touch, everything about him smells of success. Like the guy is going to the top. Whoever signs that kid in the summer is getting a superstar. As for Miguel Aziz, uh, Aziz sorry, yeah, man scored a banger the other night from that. You, you probably see it in it, Turkish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, guys, 
as well, yeah. Old. Bruv, that was El Nenny. My boy yeah. loves him. My boy, absolutely. That's how I <laughs> know him. My boy loves him. He's like, he's got yeah. him on the Snapchat and everything and saying yeah. he's the one next one to go forward. We've got yeah, someone like that. Like, like, even the youth set up, bruv. Like, like, and, the, and the thing is, like, this is, this is the problem with Arsenal, yeah? Like, we're so desperate because of what happened back in the day with the, the youngsters coming through, the Adams and all this, and, and Will Shear, Ashley Cole. Bruv, how many people since then have come through into the youth team yeah, and actually made a success as an Arsenal player. Jack Wilshere would have been a success if he wasn't so injury-prone. He was a quality baller. He bossed Barcelona in that game, yeah? We all remember yeah. that when he was 18. He was fucking insane. But his injuries killed him. Ashley Cole is probably the last Arsenal footballer to come through our academy and actually have a sustained period of success yeah. with Arsenal. Yeah, whether it, whether it be trophies or not take the trophies out of the equation how many arsenal players have come through our academy and actually had a good career as playing games at arsenal there ain't many mm. there ain't many talking of talking of talking of academy players um i've been playing about with this guy's name but avi tell 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 the people about messi lowski that i call him coming Musi- through our ranks Musi- lowski yeah he's he's a top player i don't want to put the mockers on him but he's He's frighteningly, he's frighteningly scary. He's got a great left foot. His close control does remind us of, you know, dare I say it, Lionel Messi, but he's one to watch for. And I th- I think he'll get a few cup games uh, next season. There's, there's, there's a great bunch of lads at our academy. Just on that Balogun, Lee, he reminds me of, and I could be totally wrong here and you guys can just laugh at me, but a young Nicholas Anilka when he first broke through. 100%. Spot it is, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only I thing is, the only thing is because we've been let down so often by yeah. the academy. I, I I don't, you know, that's why with Emil Smith Rowe, um, I'm just want to slow down easy. I'm excited, yeah. but I saw Wilshire do Barcelona and flop and end up with no club at 28 years of age, you know. So mm. for me, like Lee said, Jack Wilshire should have been the next elite player at the academy and he wasn't. And after that, I said to myself, Look, for example, Zelalem is the previous <laughs> Aziz. America, that's the name. Yeah, that's, man, that's the previous Aziz. It was Zelalem first, coming through, coming through, coming through, yeah. gone. But I've man bossed Rangers in the uh, Emirates Cup, innit? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You always got, I, I exactly agree with where you're coming from. You always got to be wary of young players coming through. But this the is the thing. Sorry to cut you off, Grizz, yeah? yeah. Right? This is the thing. We are so desperate as Arsenal fans for one to come through and smash it, yeah? Because we've grown up on, back in the day, especially me and Turkish, we were of an older age, yeah, yeah. yeah? We've grown up on all of them coming through, yeah? All of them, yeah? And and Man United fans are very similar as well, yeah? Which is well, why we, are well, we are as well, Lee. Yeah. We are as well, We want the next Carragher, Gerard. Yeah, 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 we yeah. want the same. And, and, and it means more when it's one of your 100%. own grown up yeah. sticks and yeah. smash it, which is why I never, ever, ever gave a Wobi stick yeah, I never, I always big the Wobi up because I know that guy is very talented. Yeah, he just underperforms so often. And I get why people like hate on him. Yeah, but Alex Awobi was one of us, but he's just, he's just, I don't know, man. Do you know I what really I found out? Do you know what I found out the other day, guys? Alex Awobi is the nephew of the great, yeah, yeah, Ooh. JJ Akocha. Lucky you didn't ask me and end the quiz on the big six. I would have got stuck. <laughs> you know what I mean, lucky these kind of questions you got to tell me, man. But listen, 
Hey, let me play. No, I'm going to stick you on the spot now. Yeah, I'm going to stick all you on the spot. No, no, you can't do that. I'm going to stick you on the spot. Yeah. Right. I ask this to a lot of people. I know none of you three know this. If you do, you're a fucking madness, bro. Yeah, because not many people on the planet know this. Yeah. Who was it that got the ball back off John Barnes at Anfield in '89, which eventually led to our winner? Who gave the what? Which player got the ball? Off of John when he was going down the right wing. Yeah, and instead of wasting time, he gave it back. Yeah, which Arsenal player got the ball off of John Barnes? Yeah, which eventually led to our winner. Yeah, back to Lukic, to Dixon, to Smith. All right, we know the rest. We know the rest. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bro, it's a madness. Trust me. Not many people know this. I'm going to take a one guess. Say it's Andrea's limper. As soon as the question was asked, I thought of, like, there's a couple of names in my head, but I just can't think. See, look, you're all stumped. Big up to Danny in the chat. Yeah, Kevin Richardson. My yeah, God. Kevin Richardson, yeah. yeah. Kevin, but you know what? Yeah, that question yeah, is mad know. because nobody remembers him getting the ball back. It's they true. It's true. Dixon, Smith. Thomas, Chilak. yeah, it's up for grabs now. They don't remember that. Grabs. Yeah, listen, um, so I don't want to bug you. He's, he's, ta- he's taking the mic over. He's becoming an Arsenal channel. Yeah. Arsenal. At least, <laughs> least best, least the man. But do you know what it is? I always play this little game with our guests, and uh, we could talk all night, man. The way we've gone on, I can't believe how an hour's flown past as well. Yeah, come on. But just a quick, quick thing I always ask right in a player: yeah? if you could pick three t- three players from our team. Right, and and we ask the same from a Liverpool fan point of view as well, Avi. I'll ask, I'll ask, start with you, Turkish. If you could pick three players from Liverpool, fully fit, like let's not talk about the current squad because you probably wouldn't take no one from the current squad. Well, actually, <laughs> above the front front boys. But if you could pick three t- three players at their fit when they're fit and healthy and everything, who would the three players be for your Arsenal team right now in the condition in the the state you're in? Condition and state we're in, it would be. Mane, okay. Fabinho, Ozan Kabak. No, let me, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> you know what? Someone asked it, but I'll get back to that. Someone did ask your opinion. Um, <laughs> it, it'd have to be, it'd have to be Virgil, right? It has to be Virgil or Allison. I'm trying to, ooh, ooh. Nah. Really? You're not Virgil or Allison. Yeah, yeah. Because I could say Trent. For Bellerin, but then Trent has his own problems that I'd probably, mm. you know, end up dealing with. Van Dyke next to Gabriel, you know, teach him a bit. Allison behind, that helps. I, I'd, I'd really want someone else for. Oh, Thiago's another. Nah, Fabinho, Thiago, and, and, and Mane. Fabinho, oh. Virgil, you mean, and Mane? No, no. Fabinho, <laughs> Thiago. Oh, Fabinho, Thiago, and Mane. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Ooh. I'm going to put Avi in the middle. Of the two Arsenal opinions, I'll give Lee some time to think about it. Avi, ooh, three Arsenal. Introducing Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer. Blending the smooth, creamy nitro taste of Guinness with hints of coffee, chocolate, and caramel. Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer, your new favorite part of the day. Look for it where Guinness is sold. Must be 21 and over to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. Diageo Beer Company, New York, New York. Players. Yes, we must have three Arsenal players. <laughs> Who are the three Arsenal players that you go for? You joker. <laughs> yeah, Emil, Emil Smith-Rowe is definitely one. Saka's really? definitely another. 
Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I hated batting in with you, but I'm a big fan of his. Ones. What do you mean you do these ones? Do We're do missing ones. like a player of that sort of one. intricate no, skill. No, We're no, missing look, someone is, like him. What this you is mean? your opinion. I get this is your opinion, right? And I shouldn't be influencing your opinion. But I'm like your older brother, and you know me. I want what's best for you. You can't be saying Smith Rowe in this Liverpool team right Imagine now. Imagine Smith Rowe under a Klopp. Imagine how much he would develop under a Klopp. Think about it, Chris, before you, you know. Just barking and just like take my out. take my shade away. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can't Smith see Smithrow. I honestly, he's I twenty years Smithrow, old. Clock thrives. Clock thrives for players like this. Um, Saka's definitely another. I'll be courted him anyway before he signed the contract. And um, big Liverpool fan. Well, I know his dad is for sure. Uh, Martin Odegaard. If he did, if he was permanent at Arsenal, I would definitely take him. Okay. Yeah. There's no one else I can think of. Partey maybe at a stretch, but our midfield sort of separate the way we set it up. You know. Saying he's the best left back in the world, bro. Yeah, how can you disagree? You know, what? I, I actually rated um Tierney at Celtic because, but he always used to just get injured back then. And he took over Emiliano Ezegueri, who was a really underrated defender at um Celtic. And Tierney, since he's come to Arsenal, he's quality, quality player, but he just gets injured, he just needs a clean run of um health for a couple of years. And no, he's definitely a top, top left back. I'm not sure if he's better than Robertson, but Boy, definitely a top, top left our back. league. Go for it, you're free that you would have in your Arsenal team. Big Verge all day long. That guy, that guy sorted your whole back line out, bro. Yeah, literally mm-hmm. raised the game for every single one of them. Um, Fabinho, I'd stick Fabinho him alongside party. Yeah, I'd stick him next to party. Ooh, that's tasty, just patrolling, bro. Just patrolling as like that's, a sweep. Like that's a sweep, tasty. Bro. Yeah, and then party's got the technical ability to do box to box. Um, and then this is going to be. I, I know. I, I know who you're not picking from our previous conversation. No, this is going to be a, about a certain wild, forward. I can't lie, yeah. But I rate this guy so highly, and you got him so cheap, Diogo Jota. Spot him, yeah. Yeah, he is class, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just you see why they got rid of him. Like, bear in mind, I'm in Wolverhampton with my my father-in-law as a Wolves fan. Yeah, Pedro Neto is going to the top, bruv. That guy is a G. That guy is so sick, and that is why they allowed Jota to leave because they knew that Pedro Neto was so good. Yeah, he's he's got everything. Neto is going to be one of the best players in the world in the next five years. Unbelievable footballer, and that's why they let Jota leave. But Jota, again, he's got everything, bruv. Left foot, that. right foot. He's not quick, but he's so switched on in his footballing IQ. Is mad, bruv. Yeah, and it always bags goals. For me, Arsenal. I'm a massive, huge Saka fan. We done the big six. Shout out to the big six crew as well. Uh, we done young player of the season, and it was ended up between him and Foden, didn't it, Turkish? Yeah. And you, you know, he's he's he's. I think he's generational talent. He's in a magnificent potential to be one of the one of the best players Premier League seen. That's how highly I rate him. Saka straight away. Part, Partey, because I know what he's capable of. I know probably Arsenal fans haven't seen the best of him. And obviously, according to your ratings, you definitely don't think you've seen the best of him. But Partey, definitely. And then I have to pick Tierney because I genuinely think he's. it's between him and Robertson. And we all know how much Robertson means to Liverpool and how highly people rate Robertson. And rightly so, because the guy is an absolute warrior. He's not your most fashionable. He won't you won't catch him on Instagram and Snapchat and, and being in flash and whatever, but put him on that pitch, he becomes the he becomes the biggest gangster of them all. 
And that's what you need. You need the biggest gangsters on the pitch, not off the pitch. And this boy, Tierney, every time I see him, he's just, you know, he reminds me, can, can you lads imagine him under George Graham and how much of a hero this oh, is going to be? This, oh, he's fucking magnificent. And yeah, we've got Robertson, but we've got no alternative. I know Simicast is coming, but he's had injury after injury. But it would be an absolute dream to rotate Robertson with Tierney. Do you know what I mean? Can you imagine that? Riz, you've, just taken the, you've just taken the complete piss, mate. We've, we've asked you to pick three <laughs> Arsenal players. Yeah, the your first team. And yeah. you couldn't do it, so you picked one for your sub for your current. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. No, but I'm I'm being real. I'm not being like Avi, like bringing in Smith Rowe and talking, walking him into the Champions of Europe and Premier League from last season. How's Smith Rowe getting into our team? We missed you guys. It was easy. Quite no, comfortably so, at the moment, if we're being no honest. man, no man, no way. Smith Rowe ain't walking into our team. Don't get me wrong; he's a bad boy talent. But for example, he walks into your time. For, exactly. for example, no, but for example, he's not better than Curtis Jones now in his development. Do you get what I'm saying? But yeah, he's got oh, a potential. I'd be easier wait, now. Wait, I'm serious. I'm serious here. But listen, guys, we gotta wrap this up, man. We need some Why serious. We seem we seem we seem that because you need to sort your heating out. It, it don't honestly the plan is to work <laughs> out, right. We need to we need to give some predictions here, and I want to know. Um, I want to know what you guys think the final score is going to be on thing because, you know what, I can't make my mind up. So, Turkish, I'm going to go with you first, bro. Prediction. I ain't really got a clue right now. I want to see the press conferences, but I'm going to say two two because I feel like there's goals in it. I feel like both teams have some problems, and I feel like both teams are going to go for it. So I'm, just making a, I'm just making a note of that in case you change your mind tomorrow evening. <laughs> I might do. I might do, Grizz. I might do. That's I'm gonna, gonna just, in case you, in case you copy <laughs> Steve, you know, because what he does, now Lee, he's got this, he's got this tactic, right, of just copying Big Steve, right? Yeah, Man City fan, because he gets it right most weeks. Oh my god, I'm sending, I'm sending them back here next episode. <laughs> Wait, that was a madness that night. Uh, Lee, what are you saying, man? Come on. Give me a unit. Can uh, not go against Arsenal? Do you know what's mad, yeah? Right? People are going to hate me for this, but your last game was Wolves and you'd lost so many games in a row. And I said to Pops, I said, their next two games are Wolves and Arsenal. Nailed on three points each game. <laughs> if there's any two teams in the league that will give you three points, it's Wolverhampton and Wanderers and Arsenal. 2-1 Liverpool. Really? Sadly. Or you know, or you know what I've set myself up to get cooked if Smith Rowe scores a winner. People are saying, people are saying if, if they if they if he scores. Um before I get onto Avi's prediction, loads have been asking me about um Kabak and getting Turkish's opinion naturally coming from the same motherland as him. What are you yeah. saying, man? Talk to us about Kabak because from a Liverpool fan of point of view, and you know my opinion on Kabak as well. It's, it's, it is what it is. It's a, it's a young centre-back, very much like uh, Gabriel, for you guys, um, come into a, a season of hell. And look, I had seen quite a bit of him at Schalke and I was dubious. Um, but listen, I have to say, he's performed admirably in the situation he's come into and he's got better and better. I personally, and the Liverpool fans love killing me for this, but I'm not going to change my mind. I personally don't think He's good enough for us going forward into next season, considering the plays we're going to get. But 
if he proves me wrong, I love being proved wrong. Because like Lee says, we want the best for our club. So the more we get proved wrong, that means the club's doing, you know, the players are putting it on us and doing, proving us wrong. Nothing better, nothing greater. Just wanted your quick thoughts on, on Kabak as a player and how he's done and what you think he can do. To be honest, I, I think he is going to be good enough for a top level. But at the same time, is he good enough yet? It's, it's, it's a question that, you know, maybe you guys can answer more at the end of the season. But just know he's a 20-year-old who's at Liverpool Football Club, the Premier League and Champions League, well, not Champions League the year before, filling in essentially the boots of Virgil van Dijk. Yeah. Coming away with two man of the match performances and clean sheets against RB Leipzig in the Champions League. I think there's a bit about him that you can say there is quite a few pros there that you might want to stick with him, considering Van Dijk's age, considering who is who is the best partner for Van Dijk. Because aside from Van Dijk, I would throw Kabak in there with a shout that he has the potential to be better, if not already better than Gomez, Matip. Um, and who, I don't know, who else have you got? Williams, is it? Williams, yeah. Phillips. Phillips. Yeah. But that's obviously, a, a, as, as normal, there's a bit of bias there because I've seen him before. He's Turkish. I want him to do well. But I'm not someone that, you know, lets bias get in the way of the truth. And Soyuncu, Demiral and Kabak, three top Turkish Ooh. defenders. Yeah, three top Turkish defenders. And 100%. I think Kabak, Kabak can be the best of the three. It's just how he right. molds himself off the back of this. He already had a poor season at Schalke. He was part of that 8-0. Schalke have conceded 50 goals so far this season. Well, more than that even, I think, this season. Um, he was part of that. So he hasn't had the best of starts of the season. He moves mm-hmm. to Liverpool. All the pressure on him. I think a couple of man-of-the-match performances and a couple of decent ones here and there is quite good considering the circumstances, considering he's had to chop and change his partner how many times? He's played with three different partners. Or two. Yeah. He's played with yeah, two yeah, or three yeah, different yeah, partners. Yeah. It's a nightmare but, scenario for the kid. Yeah, yeah, 20 years old. I'd say, you know, I'd say stick with him. If the price is 30 mil in the summer, I'd say that's the going rate for a young, good centre-back. You look at 18 Sydney, mil. 18 mil. 18 million euros, yeah. 18. We 18. Close, yeah. We, we've struck the deal about 18. <laughs> Then, then no there's, brainer, there's, yeah. this is a no-brainer. 18 mil is a no-brainer. No-brainer. You can have Avi, 10 million. Exactly. Avi, your prediction for <laughs> Saturday evening? Yeah, I'm kind of feeling uh, confident, Chris. So I'm going to go with um, a Liverpool 3-0. Okay. 3-0 Liverpool, yeah? I, th- I think so, yeah. I think we will um, beat them comfortably. Okay, well, let's see, man. As I said, I've got my apprehensions, man. But, you know... Turkish has told me the record that he went through the um, the, the, the actual the facts and fixture in the Premier League for Arsenal. Apparently, we, we got yeah, uh, no, another... no, no team has ever like had more goals in the fixture against us than you lot. Yeah. Another super chat from Alexander Gomez. Up, my guy, real uh, one. Leaves in a better place. Up. I know how protection and love you had for him. Love him, man. Yeah, that's a nice, love nice you, way Alex, to man. end. Safe, nice man. way, nice way to end this show, man. Um, guys, it's been a pleasure, man. Time's f- f- bloody flown. Um, but that's what happens when you get football men chatting football. Um, some lovely words um, for Claude and his family as well. There, again, I can't thank you too enough to to, to for, for coming on and, and speaking. And hopefully, hopefully, you know, sort of cheered you up, kind of thing. And, and, and as I said, it's the best thing that sort of Claude would wanted as well. Turkish, um, let the people them know where they can find you and catch more of your content. 
No, no, I appreciate this hour as well, because like Lee said, you know, it kind of takes your mind off things as well. Until this comment come back in from Alex, and big up Alex for that comment, because you are 100% right. You know, it was good to have a football conversation. You know, it was good to talk about Arsenal again. And, and yeah, big up Claude. And, and I've got big six coming tomorrow, 10 p.m. That's about it, really. Turkish LDN is the socials, Twitter and Instagram and YouTube. And yeah, people, as always, I love for the support and subscribe if you haven't. Nice one. Mr. Lee Gunner. Big up Turkish as well. I know you hit 40k. I see you. I see you. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. Come oh, on. Yeah. Not the best of circumstances, but you know. Men's being humble and modest and that. 40k is a mad achievement, bruv. So big up to you, yeah? 100%. Big up to you, yeah? Real talk, yeah? Because I know, I know what you do. I see, I see you, bruv. And I know you've had a kid and all that, yeah? Big up to the wifey and the, and the little one. And it's not easy, man. I know this. Yeah, you guys know this. Anyone who runs a YouTube channel, it ain't easy, mate. Yeah, 100%. I just think it's just putting content out. It ain't. Um, if you want to follow me, you'll probably end up in a pub. <laughs> <laughs> Big up. No, Paul. mate. Uh, Lee Gunner 82 on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. Uh, what else we've got? Look Only at fans. you getting all techie and savvy these days, uh, man. No, wow, look at you. Uh, all Lee these Gunner platforms. Um, what else have I got? Lee Gunner AFC on Facebook. I don't even use Facebook, but it's there if you want to use it. It's and there, bro. You. Exactly. You know what? Can I just say as well, very quickly? I know like, I just want to say thank you because do you know what? This last hour and 14 minutes, I've laughed, I've had banter. And uh, it's been sick, bruv. And it's took my mind off a lot of things, man. And 100%. Like, my man's shining down on me, man. Like, I know it. And, and he'd want me to sit here and do this with, with a smile rather than being somber and sad. So big up to you. Big up to Avi. Big up to Turkish. Right. Big up to the chat, man. The comments have been lit. So thank you, man. 100%, man. The comments have been, you know, absolute popping and so many nice words. I didn't spot one dickhead in there, which is amazing. And that's what, I always say this channel is about or what we try to make this channel about, you know, even though it may be a Liverpool channel, right. And most of our content is based around Liverpool football club, but we get so many other clubs fans in here. And the reason for that is we try to keep it real. We try to keep it humble. We're not about the hot takes. We're not about the drama. We're not about the, the hatred, the toxic, the toxic, um, you know, behavior of some other people. I ain't, saying that. I ain't saying that, Lee. I ain't saying that, right? I tried to pass by and you pinned me on that shit, right? So we, 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 we ain't about that, man. We about good vibes. We talk, we try to talk real about all clubs and try to keep it level-headed. Um, I want to thank you, Avi, from out in California. Thank you very much. What's the plans for the rest of the hot day over there? Uh, nothing. Just going to go and actually have a pint myself a beer. So I'm um, just going to relax and uh, sit under the sun. What day is it? Is it the same? Are we going to the next day yet? It's Thursday and I've got footy at six as well. So get a drink in before we play. Uh, That's a great attitude. You'll go a long way, son. Um, (laughs) Have a drink before a game. But that's you, I suppose. But listen, peoples, uh, peoples in the chat, just smash a like before you leave. We're trying to get this small channel up to 10K. We're growing organically. We're doing it nice. We're trying our best. If you like what we do, smash a like and subscribe um everyone knows that at 10k we've got a beautiful giveaway um it's not that playstation that you see in the back behind me it's a brand new one i ain't gonna box that one i'll give it to you it's gonna be a brand new man's got a hat on and all sorts you know i'm saying it's gonna be a brand new playstation that i'm giving away brand new playstation sorry gav 
has given away. I ain't giving away shit, bro. But yeah, but <laughs> at least leave so much. Don't let that come out. But yeah, um, I just want to thank you all. It's been a fantastic show. Um, until next episode of Carnage. Peace out, everyone. Zenny offers prescription glasses starting at six ninety five, as well as affordable sunglasses, blue blockers, and more. The best part? Try any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Visit zenny.com today and change the way you buy glasses forever. Oh, what's this? Zenny's 3D virtual try-on. Pretty cool, right? Wait, are those prices real? Do they have glasses for men? Yep, they also have affordable blue light glasses. Seriously? At those prices? Get them all. I like where this is going. Zenny.com. Prescription glasses starting at $6.95. Sports Social Podcast Network.